is Wallace, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. It's a cup of joe in the morning. Wipe your face, take a shower, drink your coffee, Red Bull, what have you. Smoke your smokes, cigars, with no light. Just chew on that boy. Let's go. I'm with my main man for the boogie down, Bronx. He puts newspapers in his shoes, ladies and gentlemen. He's real. <laughs> Puts Ben Gay on his elbows. He's up there in age. <laughs> he drinks smoothies with orange juice. Don't judge him. He's an entrepreneur. He's my good friend. My roommate for a, a week in Houston. Houston, that was live. That was live. Mr. Brandon, Brandon Bueno. Brandon Bueno. Let's go, Cruz. What's happening, baby? Thank you very much for having me on, on your podcast, Cruz. How you doing, my man? I'm doing fantastic. I'm good. doing fantastic. I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Hey, you know, just another day. And hey, just another day. I see you, another man, playing Big Papa now. Big you know? Big Daddy. Yeah, man. That's it. It's a, it's a different experience. We're up 24-7. I see. I see it. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I love sleep. You need some Bengay on your eyes. <laughs> <around your> eye. <laughs> you need some Vicks around that boy. You know it. You sniff, know it. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Now that cigar. That's fantastic, man. Yeah. Just smelling it, you know what I mean? Gonna light it up in okay. a little bit, you know. But uh, you know, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for allowing me into your home to, yeah, you know, yeah. go ahead and record this podcast, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's what's happening, man? What's what's the topics? You tell me. The topic is you. Topic is me. Topic All right, is I thought... Brandon Bueno. Where are you from? Obviously, New York. Yes, yes. Born I'm... and raised, or what? What are we talking? Well, uh, yeah, born and raised. I grew up in New York. Uh, moved to New Jersey when I was about 12, 13 years old. What part of Jersey? Uh, Woodbridge, New Jersey, Middlesex County, uh, to a beautiful little town called Seawarn, New Jersey. Uh, my father purchased the house. Uh, he was uh, thirty-four years old when he purchased his first home for uh, for our family. And uh, moved my mom out, moved to South the Bronx. But um, that's why, like, uh, even that, that Christopher Wallace song, Sky's the Limit, is so relevant. I'm really happy that you got that on. Uh, you know, you decided to choose that and play that because it's um, it, it really does have a lot of meaning in life, you know, especially from a lot of people from New York, uh, especially in the late 80s, early 90s, growing up poor, mm-hmm. you know, on welfare. and um, But always having a bigger vision. Okay. You know, and uh, that's one thing like my family always did, like always had bigger visions, always been dreamers, you know, go get as hustlers. You know, it's one thing for New York. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Right. You got to be got to be a hustler. Got to be got to be a hustler. I mean, no matter what it is that you're hustling, you know what I mean? It's got to be hustling. A hustler doesn't mean illegal. Yeah. You know, a lot of people put that negative stereotype on it. And they do. And that's the misconception, you know, because they say, oh, you know, you're a hustler like anybody. Anybody in sales is a hustler. Hey. You know, you got to hustle. And that's that's what, you know, a lot of people do to feed their family. They find their outlet. Yeah. You know, and uh, for instance, like my mom, just to just to drop this and I hope she don't mind this. I hope you don't mind this story, mama. Uh, my mom started hustling at a very young age. So she. um, Yeah, you cracking open that seltzer water. Cracking open a bubbly, ladies and gentlemen. Healthy choices. <laughs> but um, yeah. So when she was uh, she was probably, I don't know, about maybe 12 um that uh, someone had gave patterns to my grandmother for sewing. 
sewing patterns. And she told my mom to go take it downstairs and throw it out. Give her a bag of patterns. And my mom said she doesn't know what possessed her to this day uh -huh. to do what she did. But instead of throwing them out, she went to the corner of Hughes Avenue in the Bronx where uh -huh. she grew up and sold the patterns. Sold the patterns. Sold the patterns. What can you do with those patterns? Uh, for somebody that purchased them, they can make it into their own their own shirt, their own skirt, their own okay. blouse. Or, you know, I'm not too sure because I wasn't alive after yeah, that at yeah. the time. But she told me she sold them. She don't know what possessed her to do that. That led my mom into a career of vintage clothes my mom designs her own jewelry designs wow. her own vintage jewelry uh um sells it online sells it on ebay sells it, um you know she was doing ebay when it first dropped years ago and um to where she even grew up she started selling clothes in the street like on baby boy like on no <laughs> Yeah, like, right. baby boy right that was that was more luxurious than what my mom was doing right you know what i mean yeah my mom that? my mom was out the car you know what okay. i mean so she but what happens is new york there's a thriving flea market scene so what my mom did was she started going to these flea markets and she started selling clothes she started okay. she has a she has a feel like you can literally she can feel if she had her eyes closed and you had like 20 different 30 different fabrics in front of her she can have her eyes closed and feel the fabric and uh -huh. just put it to side and tell you which one's worth money and which one's isn't. Wow. Just like that. Wow. So she would go, we would go to this place called the warehouse in uh -huh. New York. So uh -huh. once my mom found this place, this is how we had an abundance of clothes. Me and my siblings, my oldest sister, Debbie, my older brother, Aldo, my oldest sister, Brenda. I'm the youngest of four. Um, and so she would purchase clothes by the pound. And she would, I mean, this place was massive. Uh -huh. um, and... I'm trying to think of it like figuratively, like massive in the scale of, I don't know, probably like 75 yards long, 50 yards wide. This place was huge and it's just mountains of clothes. We would jump from mountains from mountains of clothes and run around this. But anyway, so my mom would purchase clothes there and then she would go there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sort the stuff Thursday, Friday, Saturday. She would go to the flea market and she would sell all the clothes. Okay. You know what I mean? She this every day. Right. She did this every, every week. week, every week. This yeah. is what my mom did throughout the years. And so my mom started doing this, selling at the flea markets. What happened? Um, her brothers and her sisters all started coming down to sell clothes in the flea market. Uh, yeah, okay. You know what she, I mean? She's the pioneer. The pioneer, bro. So that's where it all Pioneer started. of hustling. I mean, so, so you kind of were, you were a, a hustler or entrepreneur since birth because it's in the blood. I was born into it, bro. Hey, that's, that's how it has to be. You know, somebody has to do it. Born into Somebody this. Somebody has to start it. Your mother started it. You're continuing it. And, exactly. Yes, exactly. Sir. I'm continuing it. But I mean, even like my oldest sister, Debbie, she owns businesses in New York. She okay. started. So just to transition to my sister, Debbie. Yep. So so now, like my sister's like always been a hustler. My oldest sister uh -huh. always been a hustler from the Bronx, from New York, always hustling. So back in the day, she used to buy coach purses okay. from Chinatown. And this is when this was hot, like undercovers being downtown. She used to send my brother-in-law to go buy two, three, four big bags of purses, load them up into his car, and he would have to drive out of Chinatown with this. So, and he's a he's a big Jerry. Shout out to you, Jerry. He's a little nervous. He's a little nervous when he's a uh, when he's he's making moves, but he makes it happen for my sister no matter what. He always got his, he always Jerry, got her back. Don't look obvious. <laughs> yeah, don't look suspect. Yeah. He you got suspect written on you, Jerry, all the time. Shout out to Jerry. Yeah, shout out to Jerry. That's the big homie. You know, he's been they've been together twenty some odd years, been married a long time. They you know, they ride or die. But um and then my sister would go and sell these. These okay. purses. On the street or like? Uh, sell them on the street, sell them on eBay, selling to people. My sister's always been a hustler. This is authentic stuff. This is bootleg stuff. Okay. That looked authentic. Okay, yeah. They actually took the purses to a coach store and you really couldn't tell the difference is what my sister said. So, um, regardless, so so that was just one form of hustle my sister was doing. And not like hustling, but working to yeah. feed her family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And pay her bills. Uh-huh. And so what she did was, too, she started her own daycare. Now she has a chain of daycares. My sister has multiple daycares. She's helped She's okay. helped other people open up daycares. Well, in Florida? No, in New York. Okay. In New York. New York only. Yes, in New York only. Okay. So she has, uh, they have one in the Bronx with my sister Brenda. She helped my sister Brenda get her started in Marble Hill. And then they have a couple uptown in Inwood and in Washington Heights. But um, 
So that that hustle for my mom transitioned to my sister. You see how it goes, yeah. you know, and like that's like similar people like for, you know, like uh, cops, you know, their father's a cop. Yeah. And the son or the daughter becomes a cop. Yeah. Or a yeah. fireman. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's just like and that's what I mean. Like, don't frown upon the, the hustle, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is that you have to do as long as you're not hurting nobody. True. So you're from you're, uh, you moved to Jersey. How yes. long were you in Jersey for? I lived in New Jersey. I went to um, school seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade. Okay. Graduated high school in 2002. I moved to Florida and Woodbridge, New Jersey. I played varsity tennis for two years, my wow, freshman and really? sophomore year. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's wow. what you didn't know, man. Really quick, I'm you know high eye <laughs> hand coordinated. Yeah. You know, um, I couldn't play football because I used to inline skate, so I wanted to play football. I was actually trying out for the football. Uh, team my freshman year uh -huh. and um, Jan July 7th I broke my arm at a competition in Chelsea Piers in New York to get sponsored uh -huh. yeah I broke my out of compound fractures on my right forearm sounds awful yeah you heard the bone breaking everything so so Jersey what school high school did you go to St. Patrick's Woodbridge New Jersey baby okay. Woodbridge Barons okay that's how we roll so Jersey 7th and 12th grade boogie down Bronx Born and raised, born, and raised born from 1983 grade, into okay. the seventh grade with my father. And I didn't want to leave New yeah. York. So I stood with my sister Deb to finish, uh, my sister Debbie in her apartment in the Bronx on Shakespeare Avenue. Uh, I stood with her my sixth grade year. Okay. I used to travel to school by myself. I used to take two buses or two yeah. trains to yeah. Harlem. Okay. Mm -hmm. Spanish Harlem. Well, Spanish Harlem is the other side. I used okay. to take I used to take to um, East Harlem. Yep. So do you miss New York? Do you miss Jersey? Which one? If you could move back today, where would you go? Jersey or... New York. Oh, that's a good question, Cruz. That's hey, a good question. I'll be honest with you. I would move to New Jersey. Jersey. Yes. Wow. Yes, I would. Move. And I and I hope my Jersey people are, are, are hey. clapping right now, and I hope my New York people ain't mad at me. No, you know what it is. Not allowed in New York no more after that. Yeah, no, man. New York. Where New York? Yeah, you yeah. Say Jersey. But this is Jersey. This is, yeah, but this is Jersey infused though. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is Jersey infused. Like, I got Jersey flavor. I got New York flavor. Like, Jersey got a lot of flavor that a lot of people sleep on, Cruz. I just know Jersey Shore. Well, they don't have any flavor. Look, look at that. Jersey. Uh, but that Jersey Shore, that's all trash. Like, they, like, Jersey, yeah, they party. You know what I mean? And they, they party hard. You got a lot of girls out there, I mean, that have fun. But Jersey Shore is like, that's not that's not Jersey in itself. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it has a little bit. But Jersey has a lot more going on. Dirty Jersey. You know what I mean? You go fishing. Like, in Seawarn, bro, we used to go to the Bay and hang out at this spot called the Bay. And do our drinking, our smoking, our partying yeah. at the Bay. Like, you didn't, we didn't need to be at a house party. You know what I'm saying? Because we used to get kicked out of all the parties. So what, what me and my boys did, my boy Nick, good friend of mine who um, unfortunately, you know, passed away, was murdered. Um, uh, my Yeah, my condolences and Miss P, you yeah. know, Chad, I still keep in touch with them to this day. But, um, bro, we used to go and hang out at the Bay or hang out at his house and, yo, you know, and just have a good time. And just there was no no drama. Like, we yeah. didn't have to worry about nothing because we were at the Bay. We okay. didn't have to worry about getting kicked out of nobody's house. Yeah. Nobody's going to kick us out of there. Just a, just a place to go chill, go kick it. On the water. Peaceful. On, On the, the water. water. Yeah. Yeah, with Staten Island or in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Official. Pick Jersey over New York. But I would. Nah. But the thing is, is that nah, I can travel to New York as much as I want. Hey. And then New York is so expensive, though, you Cruz. explain yourself to me. But I'm explaining myself <laughs> to your to the people. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, New York, everybody knows New York's expensive. Yeah. It's yeah. so expensive. So, if you're paying $1,400, $1,500 for a one-bedroom yeah. apartment, mm -hmm. right? What can Why you not? In New York? What, what can you get in Jersey? What can that? you get in Jersey? But even though Jersey has the highest property tax. So, you, you know, it's give or take. Yeah. Do I want an apartment or do I want a house? What do you want? I want a house. There you go. Hey. You're going to buy a house in New York? Oh. Upstate, maybe. Maybe. You know what I mean? Which ain't bad. You know, uh, but I'd rather be in Jersey. Yeah. Right. Just bottom line. Okay. Respectable. Thank you. So going Jersey over New York. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. New York, New Jersey, northern states, very heavily populated in basketball. You don't hear a lot of people play tennis out there. Yeah. Why'd you go to tennis route? I sucked at basketball, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. I can't. Yo, you so, you know the movie Along Came Polly? Yeah. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, um, she was the white dude. Yeah, Raindrops. Yeah, rain old man. school. That's Boom. Me. That's yeah, me, dude. Okay. I can't shoot a jump shot for my life. Okay. Stay you know in your lane. I can't dribble. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I've, I've never been good at it. Uh, baseball. I tried baseball in Woodbridge, New Jersey. I wasn't good at baseball. What I could do though is I could steal bases. So I had to get on base, and I still, they would tell me to steal second or third if I was the only one on. Okay. And I would do both. Right. You know, but um, football, like I said, I had a compound fracture to yep. my forearm. So my mom and my father actually suggested it. Okay. Yeah, they were like, why don't you try tennis? And I tried tennis, and I fell in love with it, bro. How long did you play tennis for? I played tennis from uh, eighth grade, ninth grade. I made varsity second doubles. And then tenth grade, I made varsity first doubles. Okay. And then um, after that, I just I stopped playing. Just because? Or, I was just, I was just, I wasn't playing sports no more. I was okay. just doing, uh, doing it. I was just yeah. doing, uh, I was just, I was actually working. Excuse me. I was actually working. I actually okay. got a job. Hey. Yeah. At Woodbridge Mall my sophomore year in high school and I always worked. Okay. So you've yeah. been working since what, 16, 15? I've been working before that, bro. I used to sweep up key dust in my uncle's locksmith small, uh, store on 181st Street every day after school for $2. So from, goes a long way. Especially at 10 years old, yeah. 11 years old, 12 years old, until yeah. I moved to New Jersey, yeah. Right. I used to take the train up or the bus up, the three bus, and come up, walk up 181st Street right there before Fort Washington. It's called Popeye's Locksmith. I used to go in there, sweep up key dust, learn how to cut keys for two hours, and take the bus to the Bronx and go home. Okay. I used to do that every day, so I still started. But yeah, on the books, I started at 15 years old, okay. part-time. Yeah, yeah. So I did a little... Uh, I did a little... Um, entrepreneur thing myself, ten years old, eleven years old. Let's go. To make a little dollar bill. You Lemonade know? stand, uh, lollipops, grass, grass yeah. cutting. Fantastic! Yeah. I used to shovel snow in the winter and yeah. and see one. Let's go. Maybe how you live? Yes, yeah, it. Make yeah. it happen. So I had one customer. It was our next door neighbor. We uh, sweet. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. Well, it was a couple of dollars door down or whatever, but twenty dollars a week. Every Ooh. week, eighty dollars a month. I'm what? ten years old with eighty dollars. What you know? That's what's up. It's a lot of toys. Man, you that's how you mean? got that watch on your wrist, that huh? It is, yeah. You stacked up all that work. paper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but yeah, so I was always in, involved in trying to get my own dollar bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? I imagine if I did two houses. That would have been week. 40 a week, 160 yeah. a month. At 10 years old. At 10 years old. Ooh. What made you stop? Uh, I didn't have any more uh, transportation. I didn't. Mm. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. walked. Uh, a lawnmower a couple blocks away. Gotcha. Or my dad would take me. Gotcha. But um, what we're talking about jobs, youngins, Jersey, Indiana, New York, New York. Bro, you can wash over. windows. You can clean windows like in New York. New York and Jer oh, for sure, New York. You can do anything and get a dollar. Anything, bill. anything, bro. Anything. You can go and buy yourself five pairs of sunglasses and go somewhere and sell them. Can't. You you yeah. can go. Somebody would buy it. Okay, so you got another lady, Myra. Um, her brother is married to my cousin okay she goes to the baseball diamonds in inwood park she has waters and gatorades and pacalitos and she goes and she sells out every day in the summertime Explain to the uh, that's like that? a fried Pacalito. piece of um uh flour okay. with meat inside oh chicken and meat sure. Sure. yeah so she goes and she sells those for a dollar two dollars gatorade and water for people at the park she don't do it with a license. She just goes there and she hustles. I do need a license. Technically, in New York, you need a license. You need, you need a food vendor. Problem. Yeah, they make yeah. you. And that's the thing about New York, a small business. Like my sister being a small business in New York, she has to pay so much stuff. And, and like, you know, it's almost like New York isn't for small business. It's for a big business. Okay. You know what I mean? But if you got enough tenacity in you, you got enough fight, and you got enough drive and enough grit, mm -hmm. New York, you can really make it in a small business. Like you could anywhere, you know what I mean? It just you gotta start somewhere, and you have to believe that you're gonna transform into what you want your business to be. My sister started with no license, yeah, at a daycare, no license. You know how bad that is. That's this awful. is years ago. That was, that was <laughs> but she, but yeah. she ran such a good thing, like to where now it's a learning center. There's no TVs in my sister's daycare. The kids don't sit there watching watching TV all day, watching Spon SpongeBob Square Legs. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're there learning. There's a curriculum. They got music in me. They learn different languages, Spanish and Chinese. Wow. So when these kids are two, three years old, they're going to school and they're already ahead of everybody else. I feel like in New York, you got to learn some type of foreign language. You should. It doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't mean to be Spanish, but I mean, it's heavy populated in Spanish, but it's also heavy populated. Correct me if I'm wrong. I've never been there. You live there. Asians. 
lot of Asians in New York. You need to learn Chinese, Japanese, no, no. Korean. No, not to know your way around. Yo, man, hey, listen, uh, I, I, I it, it don't, but know what's one thing that you want to learn right now in New York? What's that? Arabic. Oh, oh. Arabic, bro. And it's a very interesting language. Oh. Like me, I, I started like Kifhalik is hello. Kifhalik. Kifhalik, shukran, thank you. You know, yeah. and Masalam, like, you know, there's things that you learn in a little bit of their dialect, but they own so many delis, bro. The Arabics. All of them. They're running it right imagine. now. They're making they're making the cake. But see, was what it is though, and this is one thing that we 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 always talk about in New York to learn from. Like, and yeah. I'm not trying to stereotype anybody. Yeah, right? I mean that. But um, like you got the Jews, right? The Jewish yeah. from Israel. Yeah. They bring in their family or their family friends from Israel, they put them to work. They put them to work. Yeah. They give them a business loan. They open them up a store, whatever it is that their family or their people do. And they make, they make it. Excuse me. Majority of the Asians do the same thing. Yeah. Whether it's a food or it's clothing, they put them to work. And they invest in them. Yep. Arabics are doing the same thing, and they're buying up all the delis, bro. And they're making, they're making twenty-four hour delis, and their, their, their areas like those th that business that twenty-four hour deli uh -huh. is thriving. Yeah. It's thriving during the day and it's thriving at night because they're making sandwiches. They're giving people good comfort food yep. that you go whether you're soaking up that liquor or you're one of those people that go for a late night run and want a little smoothie or something. They're offering all those different things. Okay. You know, and as like Latinos, we yeah. could learn from that. We could. We definitely need to put ourselves on uh, generational wealth thing, as I talked about in a couple of other, couple of other episodes in the podcast. Uh, generational wealth, everybody's doing it. We seem to not be doing it, but it has to start somewhere. So, I'm asking you a food question Go ahead. from New York, pizza. Jersey. No, wait, hold on. Okay. So I go to New York. I love pizza, though. I go to New York. What's the one thing I have to get? Is it a deli shop sandwich? Is it pizza from Sal's? You got to go to Johnny's Pizzeria on Dykeman. Johnny's Pizzeria. Johnny Pizzeria on Dykeman and Post Avenue. You got to go. That's where you want to go. If you want to, they've been in the Daily News, they've been in the New York Post, they've been in the New Yorker. Uh -huh. This, this is this is the pizza spot. This guy slings pizzas like. Uh, uh, Alpo and AZ slang crack back in '80. <laughs> you know, since we were just yeah, talking about yeah, paid full, yeah, but yo, this guy got pizzas flying out that oven, dude. Like, okay. I'm saying, there's no. We talking slices. We talking. We're talking pies. We're talking slices. We're talking lasagna. We're talking beef patties. We're talking garlic knots. We're talking uh, a chicken parmesan sandwich. We're talking pepperoni pizza, Sicilian. I mean, it's it's everybody that knows Johnny's knows what I'm talking about. Know, they could co-sign you know. that. You know, you know, and if you don't, you know. and if you don't, you need to go find out whenever you go All visit right, so New York. I, I go to I go to what's the place called? Johnny's Pizzeria Johnny's on Dykeman. Pizzeria. I'm there, Dykeman and Post. Yes. He says, "What do you want?" I say. Give me a slice, bro. Slice of what? Slice. You don't. All you say is a slice. That's it. And that's that. He got five pies, right? He just gives you whatever slice you he want. He gives you a slice off any of those pies. And any of those pies are top it's of gonna the line. Be, it's going to be. It's going to blow. You're going to get another one. I'm going to get two. And you might even end up getting three. I'm going to say, hey, Johnny, let me just get the whole piece of pie. You might as well buy the pie, bro, and bring it home. All right. Okay. So you've been. So we got Jersey. We got New York. 11th grade, 12th grade, graduated. Come to Florida. Yes. What part? Tampa. Tampa. First. Tampa. Yep. Okay. My father's job relocated. Okay. So it was either he had to go to India, or he had to go <laughs> to Tampa. That was an easy choice. Easy choice for him. Yeah. So he moves to Tampa. Boom. You move with him. No. No. I stood behind in New Jersey. Okay. I stood behind in New Jersey. I was I was staying with my brother and my sister Brenda off and on, and I was actually I was staying at my boy Nick's house too. Um, I didn't want to leave New Jersey, man. The same way I didn't want to leave New York. Okay. You know, but once I left, it was the best thing for me. Okay. You know, <clears throat> and then that, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying, and then at, finally at 19, I learned as once you go, when like my, my phrase is when it's time to go, it's time to grow. 
Okay. That's one of my strongest phrases that I love. That's a good one. And if I, I got to copyright that. So it's put on Joe's podcast. But, yeah, that's one of It's time to go. It's time to grow. Because every time you go, you really grow, bro. And me, I'm, I'm very hyper. So I hate I, – I don't hate, but I don't like planes. I don't like being stuck on a plane, you know, where I can't – you know, I, I, yeah. I, I know I can't get out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something happens, I can't get out of there. So um, it's like uh, – but once I came comfortable with that and I came down to Florida, I fell in love with it. What? <clears throat> what did you like about Florida that you didn't like about – well, Jersey or New York. It wasn't that I didn't like anything okay. about Jersey or New York, yeah. but it just gave me like, okay, so I never left Jersey or New York as a kid. Right. Never. Right. I went to Puerto Rico once, but I never left Jersey or New York. So when I came to Tampa, I went to Oklahoma. I went to Arkansas. I went to Texas. I went to Kansas. Yeah. I went to Louisiana. Okay. I went up the Panhandle of Florida. You know, I went to a lot of different places because I broadened my horizons. I left my comfort zone. Sure. So, what? How old were you when you came to Tampa? Nineteen. Nineteen. Then what you do? What What you do once you came here? Come to Tampa. I, boom. I started selling speakers. Start, sell speakers. I started hustling. Okay. So there you go. Back to a hustle. But this was some other person's company. So um, they put an ad. I think it was an ad in the paper. This is when the papers had oh, had jobs. Classified. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The classifiers. We talking. I graduated high school in two thousand one. Um, damn, yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, that's all right, though. I want to yeah. trade it for the world. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? But um, I graduated high school in 2001. I came to Tampa 2002, and I started selling speakers. Found the job in the classifieds, and I, that's how I traveled. I would travel a lot, did a lot of things, and then um, I, made, I made some money. And then I went back to New York for a couple weeks. Okay. Came back down, sold more speakers, went back up to New York for a couple weeks. Right. You know, and... Um, but um, at the same time, you know, I, I was just young and enjoying life and living life like you're supposed to. Yeah. So you, did you enjoy selling speakers? I did. I enjoy. I enjoy the challenge. I do. I join the challenge of speaking to people. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's easy. That's a lost art. It right? is. Nobody wants to talk to anybody. No. They, they want to look at their phones. Right. They want to act like they don't see you. Yeah. They want, and they're not even talking. Talking goes to the phone to where they no people don't no longer want to talk on the phone. They want to text you. Right. You want to know why? There's no emotion involved in text. That's true. You don't got to mean what you say when you text. There you go. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. You read it wrong. Yeah. How did I read that wrong? Yeah. Why didn't you get on the phone and tell that to me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're old school. Yeah, I'm old school, I'm man. I'm old school, too. I'm old school. I like yeah, a conversation. I like a conversation. One of my one of my things is, too, like, I, I, I don't like, not that I don't like, but an empty conversation, like, you're hanging with somebody and you feel like you got to force a conversation. Yeah. That's, to me, is, uh, it, to me is boring. Well, got to go. Gotta go see you later. Yeah, and that—that's one thing. Like people waste your time with unnecessary conversation, uh -huh. right? Talking about absolutely nothing, nothing of merit. You know, why do I have to stand here and listen to this? I don't. You don't. You can leave. You can leave. So fast forward. What's that? Seventeen years. Sixteen years. It's two thousand eighteen. Let's go. Seventeen. Whatever. We're both at power. Yes. Knocking doors. Let's go. Power. What up, Big Mac? What up? We're both doing the hustling That's thing. the RVP. Shout out to McAvoy. That's the man. Um, so you're knocking on doors. Is this your first time, time knocking on doors? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I used to do that when I used to sell candy door to door in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Or uh, some guy. No, no. Some no. guy that had to own his little company. And he'd give okay. you like a bin and you would go door to door, okay. carry this bin and just try to sell candy. Now, so you're not going to do it. easier than giving out free estimates on home improvement i granted it was probably just as hard i was no, young yeah. it was difficult was younger, yeah. yes people would still listen to you but they would still tell you no fair enough so you're at power yes you were there what a year some change i was a year a year what did you learn there that can help you in your future endeavors it's a fantastic question power is a fantastic company yeah. There's a lot of great people you'll meet there. My buddy Danny Sancho. What up, Sancho Lates? Uh, it's my boy Sanchez who put me on to power. Uh, he's in Dallas. And um, he worked in Atlanta. From, he's from New York, worked in Atlanta. But um, he put me on to power. Power trains you, man. They train you. They give you. They give you. They help give you the skills yeah. to do your job better. Okay. I really feel all, no matter what, in anything that you do, if you're canvassing, whether it's retails, it's it's in the field, you have to have 
just have that ability in you to speak to people. You have to. You have to. You cannot be reserved. But at the same time, it's it, it happens to everybody. Yeah. You know, you walk up to a house and it's it's huge. You know, you're like, oh man, I don't talk to yeah, this guy. Those mansions. Those mansions. You know, Sarasota, right? You're knocking mansions. Yeah. Right? You were there and and you I would get intimidated. Yeah. For mansions. And the guy will, what? What do you want? Look how you doing, man. Yeah. And I and I was like, well, that wasn't me. Yeah, it's not bueno. Yeah, that's not me. You know what I mean? But it's because you get intimidated. Yeah. You know? And then you could be, I was with some couple guys that they were in the hood. Right? Yeah. Knocking one bedroom, two bedroom homes. Yep. Terrified. And I was there, hey, what's happening, man? Yeah, what's going on? That's my comfort zone. Yeah. So yeah. you but what the thing is, the comfort zone doesn't challenge you. Yeah. It's you it's being those, out of your comfort zone that challenges you. Yes. So yeah. so when I learned that, when I learned that, and I was, I got comfortable okay. with being challenged. Okay. So what I learned from power that I could take into my own life uh-huh. is be comfortable with challenge. Yeah, I say it all the time. You got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. If you want to grow. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfectly said, bro. Hey, trademark that. Trade stamp that. Boom. <laughs> Copyright. So you've been there a year and a half, year and some change. You're like, ah. Eh, a year. A year. Solid year. Cool. You're like, eh, I don't want to work for nobody else. I want to do it on myself. Why car detail? Okay. Well. That, there's a couple of different things, and I'll try to sum it up. Um, I no longer wanted to work for another company. Like, Power is probably the last company I ever worked for. Because there's so much that like so that was so great about the company mm-hmm. that I don't feel there was another company that would equal that. You know, match that yeah. or exceed that, you know. And um, I wanted to challenge myself on my own. You know, because... I know, I know what I'm worth, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying this has anything to do with power. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah. know, what I'm saying now, moving forward from that, there's there's people out there that will use your benefit, like use your skills for their benefit. And I'm saying that, that's every company. Yep. That's why they hire you. Yeah. Right. They say, hey, Joe Cruz, oh wow, you're you're awesome, man. You have a great. You talk to people. We're gonna hire you, bro. Go out there, and make us money. Yeah. Go out there, and make us money, Cruz. You're like, yeah, I'm going. Battery in your back and you go running, right? Uh Why can't you hire yourself? Why can't you interview yourself and say, you know what? This is what I want to do. Because you really have the ability to do whatever it is that you want to do, Cruz. And all your listeners have the same ability to wake up and say, you know what? I'm tired. So you got people that complain about their job, right? Why are you complaining? The energy that you're putting into complaining about your job, you could be putting into figuring out what you want to do in life, where you want to go. That's what I decided to do. Okay. And I'm starting from the absolute bottom. Yeah, getting it out the mud. Out the mud, out the gutter. Yeah. You know what? But the challenges, the what I learned, like you said, I learned is to accept the challenge. Okay. You know? And that's one thing that I think people could do is say, you know what? I want to challenge myself a little bit more. I want to believe in myself a little bit more. You know, I mean, I don't know how much money, you know, we made for a company like that. Yeah. You know, and what I want to do is make that kind of money for myself. Yeah. And my family. And my family. That generational wealth. So what is it that you do? Uh, as far as vehicle details? As far as what, what is yeah, it? Yeah, well, what Tampa Pete. Well, okay, all right. So let you guys know Tampa Pete Specialized Auto Detailing is the company I decided to start uh, in remembrance of my father who passed away May 18th of 2018. And um, that was there was nothing in, that could have prepared me for that kind of pain. Yeah. There was nothing in this world. I lost three of my best friends, Rodney. Excuse me, Noel, Noski Rodriguez, Rodney, Roski Rodriguez, and my good friend Nick Green. I lost three best friends of mine. Three, I mean, brothers, like brothers to me. Mm-hmm. And I was hurt when I lost them, but it didn't match the hurt that I felt when I lost my father. Sure. Um, what I wanted to do is, and I, I learned from losing my friends that as time goes on, forgive me for saying this is the truth, you, could, you begin to forget about them. 
because you have to live life. Yeah. You get you have to live life. You have to go forward. That's 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 just I don't know if it's what kind of you know what your brain does with that, but you just forget about it. I didn't want to happen. I didn't want that to happen with my father. Okay. So I wanted to start a business that I could remember my father every day, have people know who he was, have his name being said. So that's why I decided to start Tampa Pete Specialized Auto Detailing, just to give you that. Now, what I do is I detail vehicles, interior, exterior vehicles, um, you know, like you and your wife, Ava Lee's vehicle. Yeah. You know, so you guys came to me. You guys had some things going on in the interior. You had the baby on the way. Yeah. I stressed how important it was to you to be able to disinfect your interior of your vehicle, get it clean to where it's it's a healthy environment for a newborn baby, as well as a grown adult. Yeah, because it was filthy. I mean, but you're not the only one. Yeah. You know, and I put it up on my Instagram, guys. You can follow me at Tampa Pete underscore auto detailing. That's at Instagram, Tampa Pete specialized auto detailing on Facebook. Soon to be on Google. Let you guys know about that. I'll share that on my on my on my um on my pages as well. But um yeah, I do I do full interior, exterior detail, leather cleaning, conditioning, paint correction, um, um, uh, um Light restoration uh, to restore your lights for all the oxidation that people get, that yellowing, engine bay detailing. Um, so I, I, I have, I love the challenge. I love getting up every morning, and I have a location in in town and country at eighty two twelve Sheldon Road, Tampa, Florida three three six one five. And um, it's like I said, I'm starting for the body. It's nothing fancy. It's small, yeah. you know. But I started at my boy's barbershop, which was smaller. Yeah. I was doing, I was detailing cars in the back. You know, and I had to hustle there. I had to introduce myself to people in the chair, already getting their haircut. Tell them what my name is. Tell them what name. My name is Brandon Tampa Peace. Special all detail. I'm detailing in the vehicles in the back. If you want some leather, um, leather cleaning, conditioning, or just wanted just a basic maintenance wash. Well, how much you charge? Why? Well, what kind of vehicle are you driving? Okay, this is what I offer you. You know, okay, go ahead, make it happen. Oh, I'll come see you next week. I was in and out, hustling, sweating, smelling. You know, because you're working eight hours in the sun. Granted, you're going to start getting a little funky. Yeah. You know, and um, I, I and then I was presented with this opportunity in town and country. Went scouting with my boy Ubi. Found this location. And now I'm just trying to build it. Okay. And how long have you been doing this? Uh, detailing. I was doing detailing in Queens, New York for, okay. for a limousine company. So I used to be the overnight detailer. So I used to detail all the Cadillacs that came in, all the uh, Mercedes-Benz and the Cadillac trucks and the Sprinters. This was my job every night, bro. And I used to bust. I, but I loved it because I was busy, you know. And I love being in vehicles that are high-end vehicles. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's a different. It's a different smell. It's a different feel. Yeah. You know, and um, then you get, you see people like they they purchase a vehicle, right? And then they destroy the interior, and they're like, oh my gosh. Oh, let me go speak to a detail. Let me see if I can get the. Can you get this out for me? Can you get this out for me? Yeah, I can take care of that for you. Are you sure? Yeah, well, when you come back, you'll be able to see it. And they see it. They're like, oh, my gosh. Like, I enjoy seeing people happy again. And that's why my, you know, my motto is make your vehicle great again. And how long have you, I guess, been detailing cars? Detailing cars? I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say anywhere by about three years. Okay. So you had three years experience yes. before you started your own. Yes. Boom, bam. So you got all the products you need. Yes. You got what? what do you well, seven. Yeah. Oh, well, that's one thing. Big yeah, shout out to my, my my guy Phil in uh, Bronxville, New York, from Auto Fanatics. Let's go, Big Phil. What's happening, baby? Give him a nice. Uh, you know, big round Phil. of applause, Big Phil. He made a substantial contribution to my GoFundMe, which I started in remembrance of my father, which helped me get my business started. Okay. And he made a substantial contribution with a lot of material. His exclusive product line, which is 007 Snow Foam, which is phenomenal. Uh, the lupris, you know, the the uh, you know the smoothness of it, the way it treats your clear coat on your vehicle and protects your vehicle. And um, then I also have the 007 Gloss Enhancer, which is a gloss enhancer and anti-phobic, anti-static properties, which means it uh, creates water beating as well as uh, protects your vehicle from any kind of like pollen and dirt buildup. Gives you, a, you know, about a four to six weeks protection. And then I also have the 007 Secret Weapon, which is a single step paint correction, which is compound and polished together. Um, so for light scratches and marring, that restores that as well as oxidation to the lights like I did for my boy Cole Don Diego. Um, as well as Ofi, and um, um, I also have his uh, professional wheel cleaner, which he's been modifying. So I look forward to seeing his new. Uh, I think he's getting it in the spray bottle now, which you spray direct. You don't even need to dilute it yourself. Okay. So, <clears throat> how long have you been at this uh, location? I've been there for about six weeks now. Six weeks, about a month and a half. Yes. Okay. And how's everything going? Business. 
Yes, I I I started I started a detailing business uh, outside because that's my locations outside yep. in the rainy season. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, it's difficult to say the least. You get a lot of rainy days, um, but there's a lot of sunshine. You know, or you know, there's always opportunity, no matter what. You know, if it's raining or not. There's always opportunity because if it's raining, what I do is I utilize my time to go somewhere local and hand out my business card. Okay. You know what I mean? So, um, excuse me one second. Sorry. Um, so I use that time to hand out my business card. So just because it's raining doesn't mean I'm not working. Yeah. You know, so, or I go, I'll sit someplace and, you know, I'll do some more research about the local companies in Tampa that's around, you know, the price offers that so I can be competitive. So just because it's raining doesn't mean I'm not working. Okay. So, but yeah, granted the spot is building slowly, but surely due to friends like you, friends like Cole and Ophi and Lexi, what up Lexi? Those from power. And these are all people we met at power too, you know, as well as the locals in town and country coming through and getting a taste of Tampa P specialized auto detailing the service we provide and making vehicles great again. And they're coming back. And what are your hours? What do they look like? Um, well, right now, my dedicated hours are Thursday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. So it's a 10-hour day that I work Thursday through Sunday. Um, right now, I'm getting ready to roll out a Wednesday special. So that's going to be for all vehicles. I was going to do an Uber and Lyft special, but I'm going to do that for everybody on Wednesday. So once I get that out, I'll be working Wednesday as well, probably 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And Monday and Tuesday, I'll be off. Or Tuesday, I'll be taking appointments. Okay. So you got yourself a little business plan going. Yes. How do you feel your business will grow, say, a year from today? November or September 3rd, 2020, what do you want Tampa Peak to be? All right, so September 3rd, 2020, am I going to come back here and do a podcast with you? We could possibly make that happen. I think we should make it happen. Happened. I bet. All so right. there we go. I was waiting. Yeah. I was yeah, waiting yeah, yeah. for. I was waiting for the for the okay. stamp. Yeah, the okay. confirmation. Okay. You looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, uh, I, my goal is to be mobile by early 2020. Is to be mobile in Tampa, as well as um, hopefully hire and train someone to run turn the. Uh, my 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 location that's outside at Sheldon at the Marathon gas station turn that into an express wash and wax service and run the people who want detailing me you know have them who come up for a basic wash and you know basic exterior and interior wash and then have them build the detail client list from there the mobile detail list so in a year I'm looking to be mobile and two years I'll be looking to have a van in Orlando as well oh wow okay we're going interesting Yes, yes. I'm gonna, I want to expand east, all you know, right. go up to Jacksonville, and it'll be called Tampa Pete all the way through, okay. you know, and who, who knows what the future holds, but that's my plan. That's my two-year plan right now. Uh, one thing is I, I like to um, – I've always been an a, a overthinker, over like, you know, overextend. I don't want to overextend myself. Okay. So I want to start with a plan. I want to stick to it, and I want to watch it grow from there and make it grow. It's a beautiful thing, Mr. Bueno. Yo, definitely beautiful is, man. Thing. Definitely is. What's? Let me ask you this, though, man. What, what's your plan for the podcast? What's What's the move on this? So we're talking. What's the upcoming topics that you got? Okay. Like people could expect from Cruz. So upcoming topic. You know, I can't give out too much detail, but we're talking. Since we got a cigar in your hand, we're talking smoke versus vape. Ooh, that's a great topic. We're talking Medicaid. Medicare, United Healthcare for All. That's what we're talking. We're talking maybe, I don't know, I got to do more research on all these topics, of course. This is just going out the top. Medical marijuana versus street marijuana? No, maybe. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. No. We're, talking, <laughs> we're talking minimum wage, mm. how you guys feel about. $15 Increasing dollars an hour minimum wage. I know gotcha. in New York that's what it is. Well, I know how small business feels about that. Hey, that's a different topic, different. So, hey, hey. living. Oh, hey. oh, hey. But I also want to have more guests on the show, more guests like yourself, more guests like Appreciate other it. entrepreneurs, other uh, teachers, you know, people in the school system, uh, real estate guys, anybody out there that can that can uh, provide something to the public, provide something to where people can learn from from them, from you. How's that? Uh, how's that shake? That shake is. Now, he made I had a. To go for, I had to go for a real. He made a smoothie. Yeah, By the yeah. way, frozen smoothies from Walmart. 
frozen fruits anyways from Walmart is a delicious yeah. thing. So that's what we plan on doing a couple episodes down the road. Also, in a year from so, now, okay, yeah, I'm overall, as a as a podcast, I want to have, I don't know where I could get this or whatever, but my own studio. Because right mm. now, right now I'm in the, as you may not see it or whatever, but uh, I'm in the living room, dining table area. Eventually, I want to get on YouTube, get a little tripod, because seeing is believing. Yes. You know, and then eventually, I want to get a little studio where I could, uh, like a Joe Rogan does, like puts his stuff on YouTube, you know, Joey. And you see his studios, nothing's fancy. Yeah, no. It's not fancy. They're just some more professional, more uh, solid. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. But. So, yeah, that's 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 the plan for the year. And that's a great plan to have, man. I mean, September and, and 3rd, 2020. Look at that. So September 3rd, 2020, we should be recording my progression in yep. the business and your progression in your business. Yes, sir. And I'm really happy to see you putting on and betting on yourself, hey. you know, uh, but I know you had a you had a colleague. Yes. So and so now Cup of Joe is solo Joe. Couple Joe is so we had a we had a podcast called the Average Joe's Podcast. It was me and my good friend Joey Mayfield from Indiana. Yo, what up, Joey Mayweather? How you living? (laughs) So we had a we had a podcast over there. We talked sports. We talked random topics. Top five dead or alive, and it was a beautiful thing. Yes. Work. Work. I won't say work. You know, we're both busy. We know we both have kids, and and it just couldn't be a uh, a consistent product enough. Doesn't mean we're not coming back. Gotcha. But see, but but there's so, nothing wrong with that because yeah. you guys can still do like an exclusive, uh, uh, um, you know, the average Joe's exclusive, you know, on a huge topic, and yeah. you guys getting back on and reigniting that flame. Hundred percent, little reunion. I won't doubt that won't happen. That's dope. That's definitely gonna happen. Just gotta plan it out. So, so and then so I had some free time on my hands, and I, I wanted to continue doing this podcast thing, and. Uh, there it is, a cup of Joe. Yeah, I mean that's fantastic. But I mean, who's like even when you like having people on here, you know, and you interviewing them and you you seeing them. I really like the perspective and you know the way you're coming at things and looking at it, you know, because everybody has to every has to not has to. All of us see things differently, you know. We interpret things differently, and that's what I think is cool about this kind of platform. You know, the mm-hmm. podcast you know, allows people to hear how you feel about a certain situation and allows them, you know, they can think about it. And if they feel a certain way, they can leave you that review. They yep. can let you know, hey, Cruz, man, look, I've been listening to your podcast for this long. Look, I need to come on there and address some things and let them email you and come on here and address some stuff. Hey, I'm all open for uh, this podcast. I like to make it a, uh, a open book. Yes. Nothing is ever off limits. And if you love it, you love it. If you hate it, you hate it. Cool. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Either way. And that's the thing. Like you said, too, like people aren't talking anymore. Yeah. You know, like what's happening with people? Why are you guys like what's happening in the world? They're not talking. Even with like uh, even with like I see so much on social media that's so relevant. People are just filming themselves. Yeah. Looking at themselves. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm guilty too. Hey, yeah. But what I what I mean is like they're loathing themselves. Like yeah. I'm guilty of filming myself. Y'all know me. Yeah. I put up Insta Grizzly videos all the time, but I'm not staying yeah. with the music. And yeah. it's like, what's happening? Like people are just getting into themselves to where I understand it. Cool, like, but where's the growth in it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where does it go? Where does that go? I don't know. I don't know either. Me, if I'm in a moment, if I'm at a concert, a game, or whatever, an event, I'm living in the moment. I'm not recording myself. I'm not recording the event. But it's everybody, the and then the thing is too, they're hiding behind these filters. Yeah. And I'm not disrespecting anybody, but what I'm saying is like there's so many people hiding behind these filters. Like, are you really being yourself behind the filter? You're hiding yourself from yourself. That's what I see. And you see how I interpret it? Yeah. That's what I mean. People interpret things differently. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I see yeah. you hiding from yourself in, in front of yourself. And that's the thing, you gotta a lot of people put put filters on everything. On everything. Filters it filters on everything. Until they want to say something yeah. that they don't say that they type. Yeah. Or there's so many in your windows and indirects and subliminals that people put on, on Instagram and Facebook. If you're talking to somebody, you got a problem with them or there's some somebody rubs you wrong, call them up. Yeah. Be like, yo, dude, what, what you said to me the other day wasn't cool. Yeah. Wasn't right. And this is the thing. I'm, I'm 30 now. You know, I'm a, I'm a father. Yeah. I don't have time to do the internet thug stuff, the keyboard, yeah. keyboard, whatever. 
keyboard. What do they call it? Keyboard thugs? Uh, uh, phone thugs. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Not, internet thugs. No, internet that, thugs. That's not me. Internet thugging. That's not me. If I, got, yeah. if I have a problem. I don't with, think you're thugging you at all. You're just a cool dude. Yeah, no, I appreciate yeah. that. But if I have a problem with you, I'm going to call you or come see you is what the point is. Like, I'm not going to type it up on the Facebook. And you don't mean come see you in a violent manner. Oh, yeah, you're going to yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. look, man. Like, I, you know, because where yeah. I'm from, like, yo, I'm going to come see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That means I'm going to come knocking on your yeah. door. Hey, hey, yeah, what's going on? You would just, boop, punch you in your face, stay in your place. But, um, no, man, I mean, I just see, and I don't mean to go off topic, but like you said, everything's under discussion, but I just see a lot of this, and like my homegirl Gina, shout out to my homegirl Gina, she's a huge, she just got actually her um a personal trainer certificate, certification, you know, she's been working hard for this, bro, and I mean, she's a beautiful person all around, I mean, just a beautiful person, and um, she put up, she was talking about people like, why, why is nobody just being real with themselves no more? Like uh, even on like a social media, they're just putting up stuff, uh-huh. and they're hiding behind, like you know, it's not not they're hiding behind, but they're just not putting. It's okay to put up a loss. It's okay to not look your best. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's okay. Yeah, it's okay to be human. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? And just as something does too, like there's so many people they put up. Oh, they want this one day, and the next day they're contradicting it. Like you put up all these things for people to see, and you're contradicting yourself, and they're seeing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's something to think about. Well, my man, it's been a... It's a wrap? It's a wrap, my It's a wrap? That flew by, bro. That flew by. Bro. Let's let go. Him, let them know where they can find you. Where can they find you? At uh, Facebook, Twitter, what? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook. Um, You can find me Brandon Bueno. That's B-R-A-N-D-O-N. Last name Bueno, B-U-E-N-O. You can find me on Facebook. You can go to Tampa Pete Specialized Auto Detailing. You can Google it. You'll, it'll come up on Facebook. And as well as Instagram, it's Tampa Pete underscore auto detailing and or underscore underscore n as in nancy y c as in charlie b as in brandon underscore underscore that's underscore underscore nycb underscore underscore that's at uh, instagram as well yes sir yes sir you got any uh promotions you want to promote what we got all right you know what we'll go ahead and roll that out so next week which is wednesday which is going to be on we put the calendar up right here. Sorry about that, guys. I wasn't prepared for such an aggressive question. I like it. Uh, September 11th, which is a day after my mother's birthday. Um, September 11th, I'm going to be running out a promotion for everybody. I'm going to be giving everyone $10 exterior washes. So you have a small compact vehicle, four-door vehicle is going to be $10, SUV to trucks are going to be $15. So come out, see me, 8212 Sheldon Road, Tampa, Florida, 33615. Call me at 347-780-1376 or email tampap813 at yahoo.com. But you know what? Forget all that. Just pull up and see me 10 a.m., 8 p.m., get your vehicle, make it great again, get that shine on, give you that 007 gloss enhancer, show you what that product does. There it is. There it is. And always, you can find me. Let's go. Joseph Cruz on Facebook. King Pablo 89 on Instagram. <laughs> Twitter, Ugly Bull Finessing with one L. I'm out there. I say some crazy things. Come check it out. Or if you don't like what I got to say, come check it out. Either way, <laughs> check I'm it out. out there. I'm out there. Click it and kick it. It's my boy Joe. Hey, it's a cup of joe in the morning. Good brush morning. Your, brush your teeth. Hey. Wash your face. But keep your eyes on the road. Peace.